Okay, so we are, oh, we are um, at the end of Paraches, uh, or say Cheshman and Paraches. In the uh, third parak of Cheshman and Nefesh, where the Chavos was talking about um, a person um, directing his heart to be completely focused on the uh, true purpose of connection to Hashem is following the directives of Hashem and his Torah, uh, not for any personal gain of any uh, worldly nature or even any uh, haba nature, and uh, pointing out how if a human being that we have a relationship with would not be um, truly loyal to us and uh, truly intending for our welfare in their involvement, even though we don't know for sure, like Hashem could know, it would be very troubling, very disturbing to us. So we shouldn't want this from ourselves and our relationship to Hashem. And of course, it uh, highlights what a uh, real, um, what a real uh, connection a person needs to have with Hashem, such that uh, this entire calculation should be even relevant. So we'll just finish off the last paragraph. When the one who understands this looks at it, focuses on it, and uh, focuses on himself and his situation, how he is uh, lacking in this regard, he will be shamed and embarrassed from Hashem. Of course, that does not mean... Um, Because of Hashem's displeasure, it means you would just, you know, be be very disturbed. It's you know the good kind of a feeling of discovering himself uh, lacking in this regard, in light of the fact that uh, Hashem is fully aware of it. So, it will be very uncomfortable, but uh, for a very good reason. The Yisake Matspuna, and he will correct his inner being. And he will direct his heart singularly to Hashem. When he is involved in any of the mitzvahs or in any of Hashem, anything of Hashem's Torah. The Yasena Bishtadlus Vacharitzas will do it with his full best efforts. And with alacrity and real involvement, quickly, when Shama Davra Shama Davra Melech said, Derech Mitzvah Secha or Roots Kisarachibi, I will run in the ways of your mitzvahs because you will broaden my heart. Once Hashem has given him this breadth of heart and understanding, so his reaction to it is to run to Mikhain the mitzvahs with a full giving heart. Okay, I think uh, that pretty much says it all. It just sort of um, 
reminds me of the uh, the definition of the good kind of guilt that uh, where a person is not feeling of himself as unworthy or um, somehow losing his respect for himself, but just feeling in conflict. He, if my behavior is not matching with my values, if I want for myself and really believe that I should be acting or feeling in a certain way, and I feel that I'm uh, failing in that regard, so that's a painful feeling, but that's a good kind of a pain. That's the kind of pain that will hopefully motivate a person to try to do what he can uh, to correct that, so to speak, and try to match my behavior, my actual life content with what I really believe is right and proper. Okay, continuing. Pachi, and the ninth account, self-accounting. Rabbi, can I, Rabbi, can I ask you a question? Sure. The, maybe I read this wrong, but and I wasn't here yesterday. But did not the eighth cheshbon at the last paragraph just change its tune totally from what had been previous? A previous, like at least immediate previous, had been about relationships between one and his friend, and now the last was Boishti. Calling me Bushto, my Abariusali, like yes, it just seems to be a changed a changed methodology there very suddenly. Okay, that 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 warrants some clarification, right? So I think what what Chosov is saying is that since I'm aware that uh, I would want to be truly loyal to another human being, or I would want another human being to be truly loyal to me, if I'll discover about myself that I'm not acting that way with regard to Hashem, of course, is presuming a very strong awareness of Hashem. Hashem has to be quite you know, clear to us that then we could take the step of saying, oh, now I discovered that when I'm being involved in one of Hashem's mitzvahs, it's not being done for the sake of uh, pure and properly directed motivation. I'm, I'm, I'm getting diverted, I'm veering off into other personal needs and calculations and trying to use the mitzvah for my own gain. Or maybe not like in a premeditated kind of way, but I find myself being aware, oh, people are going to notice this, they're going to give me honor, I'm going to gain from it, or starting to focus on Olam Haba, I can gain, I can gain a big, big, big piece in Olam Haba through this, then I'll realize, oh, one second, I'm not acting towards Hashem in my relationship with Hashem in the way that I would want to be towards another person or another person towards me. And Hashem is fully aware of it. It's like, oh, it's all out there right in the open. So it's like, oh, that's not good. The busha is that I come to be aware of how my behavior in my relationship to Hashem is failing and is in a certain sense less than I would be satisfied with with regard to another person or another person towards me. So just as the fact that, that it's clearly known to Hashem highlights this awareness and this um, discomfort. That's what's meant by Busha. 
Is it Again, that's what, not a relationship? It? That's not a relationship. That's kusha. That's a different, you know, like what what I should be doing with Hashem. I don't know. Rebbe just made that switch in the. Okay, I can only try one more time. I think that the busha is of, of myself. It's not that I'm embarrassed. Uh, let me let me just let me just re-ask my question for a second. We don't mind, Rebbe. What's the difference? Why wouldn't you feel embarrassment towards your chaver? Meaning, why is it dafka Hashem that you feel busha for? If you have a relationship with your friend, like a Rebbe Talmud relationship, and then you like find yourself interrupting the Rebbe during his chavis halavashir in the morning, maybe you should be a little bit embarrassed. You know, Kenzine. I just I'm not, I think that's a different way to ask the question. Um. Okay, that's a good question. Would I feel embarrassed with my friend? Okay, so so there could be some level. Even even with another person, even with another person, there could be a level of embarrassment where you know I, I realize about myself that I am not being really properly, sincerely devoted to that person who I really want to be. And I've somehow utilized the relationship for my own benefits in too much of a personal way. I got a little bit overboard and I could feel embarrassed of myself in that regard to some degree, you know, feeling, you know, unhappy with myself. But of course it wouldn't be possible to feel a higher level of embarrassment because the other person doesn't know. Now somehow that person would be blessed with mind and heart reading abilities and they'd be able to see right into what's going on. They could read my mind. They could see how, you know, if there would be a GPS invented that could read brain waves, and they could see exactly what I'm thinking. And I would realize that they know that when I am sort of, you know, helping them with something that they need, my thoughts are really focused on, oh, and the next time around, I know he's going to help me. And People are going to see, and I'm going to get a lot of good credit for this, and I'll, and 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 he'll realize full well that I wasn't really focused on the proper connection between us, but more just in a sense like using it for my own sake. Then it would be much more embarrassing. So with Hashem, we have both elements to the degree that we are conscious of the fact that Hashem is fully aware of everything we're thinking. And to the degree that we really are concerned about that and that we feel for that. So Chavazov, of course, is dealing with the person which we should strive to strive to be that has that kind of a real relationship with Hashem, that it would be a painful discovery to see that I'm involved in aspects of connection to Hashem and they weren't for the fully right, proper, true reason. Can I ask you a question? Give me just one second. I think what, 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 I'm, what I'm sensing here is that we're used to thinking everything in terms of like mitzvot and levels of mitzvot. It has to be lishma. How good a job am I doing in fulfilling my mitzvah? And the Chavos Lava is describing it in the form of a real relationship. And that's very new to us. Yes, Avrami, go ahead. Rami, go ahead. Um, just what? What's the difference between number eight chesed and number seven chesed? At the end of the day, um, the chesed we did last time was saying that this adnos has to have a leif shalom, but not a month of kaddish too. 
there should be this idea of yichud to that you should be yichud with them with the kavish baruch in one's heart. I assume that the whole Pirkei Avos that he quotes and Kavod Hamisham Shemes Arav Shalom and Asla Kavod Pras. What what's he adding? What what would the Chos Avos be adding in this one versus number seven? Um, okay, so I don't have an answer for that offhand. So I'm gonna have to take that question for homework. We're really saying that it's a good question. <laughs> Um, it sounds like a valid question. It should not be a surprise if there's a lot of interconnection between the different concepts here because they are, you know, very interrelated. But of course, it has to be some kind of a specific focus here. Um, there was a thought that came up um, in the previous session. There could be a possibility. It's possible that um, a person can have the awareness, can have the basis for that, you know, proper kavana, but nevertheless, it can sort of get pulled away by the other material needs of a person. There are conflicting kokos in a person. So the first step might be to establish the awareness. Hashem is the master, I am the servant. Which, of course, would dictate that everything that I'm doing should be for for the sake of that true service. But there can still be a tendency in a person, a weakness in a person to be diverted and to go be aware of, oh, I can, I'm going to gain this from the mitzvah, I'm going to gain that from the mitzvah. So we have to be alert to that potential uh, weakness and stay focused. And this union of uh, comparison to how we would feel when acquiring a person helps us to keep that focus. We wouldn't want that our relationship with Hashem should be of a lesser quality than what we would want from from another person and from ourselves to another person. But uh, I think it's could I see my a little bit more? Okay, should we make a start to the next one? Why not? Let's make a start. Okay, Atashi. In the ninth Cheshbon. a person taking accounting with himself. In the different types of uh, actions of service of Hashem. His effort in all their different uh, aspects. And comparing that, to his effort in the actions that he would do for his king. When the king would place upon him some action that revolves the, would involve the efforts of his goof, physical action. He would not leave over, he would not hold back any effort of his ability that he would not place into that effort, to that action. There would be actions of study and thought and giving advice and analysis and coming to proper understanding for the sake of something that the king needed. 
Yasmin Kaliboy Binosai Vesikhloi Vakarosai, he would bring to bear his entire heart and his understanding and his intelligence and his cognition. Boy. Sorry. To make effort in it. And to be sensitive to it. It would come to, to serve the king who would be putting in every possible effort that he could. If he would come to praise him and thank him for some good that he bestowed upon him, some kindness that he did with him, and he would do that, and I'm relying here on the uh, English translation, with uh, some eloquence, fine rhetoric, writing about peh, or verbally, he would not hold back anything of all different types of description, marshal, any means of expression, even something that wasn't even true in his effort to express his thanks to the king. That he could possibly say about the king, that he would not bring forth and, and show and express. If he could show it and express it with all his limbs, with everything within him, whatever is hidden or whatever could be seen about him, he would do it. If he could cause the heavens and earth to put in their effort to praise the king praising him and thanking him he would do that out of his desire that they should reach the king the goodness of his heart his feeling of appreciation and admiration and just indescribable appreciation for the king he would do that. With all the weakness that a human being has and his uh, limited, very limited existence, how quickly it comes to an end. But if it was a human king, he would want to do anything humanly or even beyond humanly possible to express his thanks and his praise to the king. So, of course, we have to, you know, accept the reality that we can't even uh, relate to the smashal because we don't have in our life experience, and even if I don't even think reading, you know, even the best good novels could do it justice to able to have some sense of what the Chazal is talking about, of how a person could have. No, no measure of adequacy of being able to express his praise and his thanks to the king and how he put in every effort possible that which is not which is only coming from his truly sincere devotion to want to carry out the king's mission out of his awesome recognition of the greatness of the exaltedness of the personality of the king 
royalty is like beyond human. The kings who were, you know, years gone, they were considered as like a super being, as beyond ordinary human beings. Of course, that wasn't really based on anything factual, but uh, that was the mindset of what royalty was. So like we could have to, to try to conjure up, you know, everything that we could uh, utilize to try to get some sense of what it would mean for a person to be given the opportunity to be a servant to such a king that he can't find anything satisfactory in making every effort in expressing every expression to convey his loyalty and his admiration and his appreciation. So, do you do you, do you can I just make a point? Sure. Do you, do you also see that um, the fact that that the king is asking the person to do that avoda for him, and that he feels just like this like awesome feeling that oh I would like like let's say the president asked me to do like um, something for him just anything, I would feel like I would feel very very privileged to do it, and I would want yeah. to express to him how excited I was. Yes, of course. It would be quite privileged if the president would ask you to do something. It's quite chashev in American society to be given a task by the president. Yeah. That's not a mashuhu of what the Chazal is talking about. <laughs> not the tiniest, tiniest mashuhu of what he's talking about. I'm saying that adrenaline, there's like, an, there's like this adrenaline feeling that you get when, when someone chashev asks you to do something. Obviously, if, it's a, if we understood what a melech was, it'd be like, I mean, plus, right. you'd be much more excited to do it. Right. Look, we should about look at avoda. We should look at our avoda as as if as if that's happening. Yeah, there's a lot to take in, you know. Like, <laughs> you know, nine o'clock in the morning. I don't know if we're ready for this. You know, we're just we're just we're just waking up. You know, to be hit with this. But uh, I mean, look what he's saying. If he could get that, if you could get bring the sun into the into the throne room to bow down before the king. <laughs> all the planets, all the galaxies should come and they should express their great recognition of if I could get them all on board, make us make a symphony with everything in the Bria. <laughs> okay, you know, we're going to get into like all kinds of uh, funny stuff, but um, but that's yeah. the point, right? Is that like he's, he's is that the feeling he's tapping into? Yeah. So he's, he's, he's trying to, you know, give us something to start with of the kind of feeling that a person would have towards a king. Now, it's a little tricky because we don't, we don't have that kind of, a, of a actual real-life situation, so we can't use it directly. So I don't know if it's so simple for us to be able to try to take this and try to use this. We can maybe see something from it. But I don't know if we could try to like imagine that and then apply it to Hashem since it's not really real to us. So it's going to be like trying to apply only an imaginary thing. Um, but is an imagination somewhat... something very powerful? Right. Can, yes. can we, can, we see that we're able to use a... 
Right, but I don't know if we can really work through the mushal since the mushal thought is not real. The mushal could be some kind of a, like an eye opener. Okay, like what do do is the mushal really equal to Hashem? Of course not. Like he says, human being is only a human being. Hashem is infinitely greater. But like we 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 could get some kind of a glimpse when it would come to a human king, the person would want to do everything he could. From what? Hopefully, from a good for a good reason, from a valid reason, that the king is truly exalted, being who, it's it's warranted that he should have this kind of feeling of, I wish I can express to the king, my appreciation, my recognition of his greatness. I want the king to know that I know, the little bit that I can know, how great he is. It's meaningful to me to have that connection with the king that I can express it and he can hear it and he can give credence to it. He could be accepting of it. It's not a king who was like so high and mighty and divorced from his subjects. He's a king who is, is, is valuing his subjects, who, who loves his people, who respects his people. Who, who wants that good experience for them, that they should be able to have that expression and have that connection. And he's not taking it in a uh, self-aggrandizing kind of a way, in an egotistical way. But, <laughs> of course, that's getting like really almost beyond imagination of a human king that would not, uh, you know, be taking it in a self-directed way, but would take in a way that could really be for the sake of his people to have that opportunity. He'll accept their praise, but not going to, you know, make him dependent on it or in need of it. So there's a lot to think about here to try to create this muscle uh, in a little bit that it could work for us. But like you say, I think it is worth trying to do that. So we'll just make a start on the application. According to this, it's fitting that a person's actions in the service of Hashem should be the same way when he doubt when he does anything of them. And uh, he's going to go uh, to divide the different aspects of into three main parts and discuss them and Mr. Shem will continue with that Mr. Shem tomorrow.